Hello, friends, and welcome back to F the Nice Guy. Today, I have one of my favorite co-hosts, and that is my lovely cousin, Kate. Who's Hello. The- <laughs> She's Australian. No, I'm kidding. Um, she seems to have a never-ending supply of stories <laughs> of the nice guy. Oh, unfortunately for all involved. But today we're going to be talking about a little bit of a more narcissistic nice guy where he, despite all his actions, thinks he is a nice guy. So <laughs> little spin. Yeah. There's a lot of one-liners in this one that are just, uh, it made for a great memory for me. And so we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get straight into this story. So Kate, take it away. Yeah, it's not as long as my last one, but it's juicier. (laughs) Unlike the steak. (laughs) Unlike the steak. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. So (laughs) as I said in the previous episode, I just had a knack for attracting guys like this. And this one, uh, my a good friend of mine, I won't say her name, but her and I still laugh about this to this day. And she has so much guilt because she actually set me up with this guy as a blind date. Oh, God. Um, her boyfriend at the time was in a band. <laughs> we guys. love it. We love band guys. We love guys uh, who want to be on stage and get everybody watching them and want attention. Yeah. So I had seen this guy before at one of the shows and I, he had the, the charisma on stage and he had a really good voice. I will give him that, that yeah. m- just like sucked me in. He was mm-hmm. just, um, he was very attractive in that sense that he was very talented and like knew how to perform on a stage. So I had seen him, but he had never met me. So technically it wasn't blind on my end, but it was blind for him. <laughs> so uh, she set me up on this date or whatever. And like, I, had never done a blind date before and I was really nervous I got like really dressed up I had really really tall black high heels on and a dress oh man and I didn't know really what to expect but um he just kept telling me like that he was coming from a modeling gig this comes in key later <laughs> he was so he might be running a little bit late because he was coming from a modeling gig to pick me up humble he was brag. like really humble yeah. brag just threw it in there real quick <laughs> Yeah, it was just, I again, I should have had a red flag go up there. Yeah. But no, I was like, I'm a model too. Oh, <laughs> Lucky that. day. So he was over an hour late to pick me up. Oh my and God. he like pulls up. He um, called me from downstairs. He didn't even come to my door. Called me from downstairs. I remember I got in his car and it it was all like fine or whatever. And we're like driving. I was like, so where are we going? And he was, he goes, Oh, we're going to famous Dave's. It's like, oh, okay. Like what's not... famous Dave's? Oh, it's like a, a barbecue joint. Like oh, pretty oh. chill. Like so you were I dressed don't... perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. Oh All no. Right. I didn't I like I didn't get at you have to like barbecue really to eat at a place like that. I feel right. like I do not ask. <laughs> do oh. not like barbecue. So I, at first I was like, okay, yeah, like I wasn't going to be a jerk about it, but sure. then we, <laughs> we pull into the parking lot and in our city, um, we have this giant, I think a lot of cities do this, a giant coupon book that gets um, <laughs> sold at various like establishments around the city. So he mm. pulls out this giant coupon book <laughs> and he goes, okay, <laughs> rips it out and goes, all right, let's go get, come inside. I was like, oh, I mean, I can respect that. I'm a bargain. Sure. I'm a bargainer. Like I, we love a every, everybody's tight. I, I'm in college. Like, that's yeah. all right. 
So we go in and we sit down. He like smacks the coupon down and goes, all right, so you can either choose from a full rack of ribs or a kid's chicken tender meal. <laughs> like, like the romance. My what? God. Like, okay, I don't get a choice on where we're going. I don't get a really good choice on what I'm eating. I don't want to eat a full rack of ribs on a blind date <laughs> in a dress. Like the worst thing to eat, like the most self-conscious food. You're like, oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I'm going with chicken fingers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <not> the chickies. <laughs> Good thing you like... got dressed up for this. <laughs> I'm feeling like embarrassed at this point, oh but whatever. That is, so I, I order my cheeky finger meal <laughs> with my applesauce. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so we're talking, and I just there's key points in the conversation that are seared in my brain forever. And he was very much like, um. He loved to talk about all of like the good things that he was doing. He was a, he was a, um, he volunteered as like an aide in a school or something. So he was talking um, all about like what his special needs students would like talk to him about. And he was like, oh, they all tell me like I'll walk down the hallways and they all tell me that I look just like Jude Law. Oh my and, God. Yeah. And he was Give like, does anybody, does anybody tell you um, that you look, is there a celebrity that people tell you that you look like in at this point I was a lot thinner and I had dark curly hair and mm-hmm. people would tell me that I looked like Kate from Lost. Oh, I could see back that. in college. And I told him that I was like, yeah, um, Kate from Lost. I've heard uh, like I, I went as her for Halloween one year and he just goes, Oh, that's unfortunate. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. She's like, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Like, unfortunate. I don't know. How do I interpret that? Moving on. And then he was talking about like um, his students. He, this was the weird part. He was talking about like uh, the different like disabilities that his students dealt with and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we got on the topic of like ADHD. I've been clinically diagnosed with ADHD since I was 19. Same. Younger, younger, but same. (laughs) They knew right away. (laughs) They're like, oh no. Yeah. Clearly had it prior to that, but like on (laughs) medication since I was 19 and I had no like shame about that. So I was like, yeah, like I kind of deal with the same thing. And he's like talking up his students Mm -hmm. about how like amazing they are. And as soon as I said that and was like, yeah, I take, I think at the time it was like Adderall or whatever for ADHD too. He goes, (laughs) he goes, I can't say it word for word, but something along the lines of, you know, I really feel in my heart of hearts that people who need a medication to function like at their full potential are are a little bit weak <laughs> like, like it, it, the word weak was used oh my god he's a and b- at this point i'm like he must think i'm the weakest mother truck girl alive <laughs> <laughs> if he's on my collection <laughs> oh i guess my weakness truly showed because i should have gotten up and walked out of the restaurant at that point because i was so dumbfounded by the stuff coming out of this man's mouth it's you, and you then, know, I think it no, but but Kate, honestly, I think it is better to like just struggle through life, your mental yeah. health in shambles, because you know, taking control of your own mental health and doing what you need to to live yeah. a healthy life is so weak. It's better to just, you know, throw yeah, tantrums. Power through. Yeah. That shows you real strength. What a that ooh, that makes me I wish I would have been there. <laughs> I would have slipped in that little barbecue booth and been like, hey buddy. <laughs> I have been waiting for this conversation. Oh. I think it was like in the context too of like 
he had similar struggles but he just he just figured it out like he just cured it, it with uh machismo he just with pure manlyhood cured yeah, his own he just, uh, mm. he went for walks fresh air <laughs> <laughs> he did some a juice cleanse and yeah he was cured smoked like, a cigar yeah. and here we are can't succumb to that weakness i guess yeah well then yeah. i am i'm the weakest of them all so God. so we like toxic this meal i'm like texting my roommates at this point like like help, help. me god <laughs> like <laughs> i might have to i might if i text one of you to fake a phone call like you gotta be you gotta come in clutch i remember so, those days yes yeah we had like this my roommates were like on standby i don't know how i let it go as gone as long as i did but he the meal like finishes and i'm like yeah you know um I was going to go out with like my roommates later. Like I want to go home and he goes, no, you got to come to my apartment. You have to meet my cat and try my roommate's carrot cake that she just made. Is and the, I was that, like, is that code for something? <laughs> yeah, I was like, does that mean you might get murdered? Yeah. Right. But I was, I just straight up told him like, I was like, oh, I, you know, I don't really like carrot cake uh at all. So I, if you could just bring me home and he was like, no, you, you're going to like this carrot cake. I was like, you're like, I don't like it i also don't like yeah. barbecue side note. At, the, at this point i think i completely disassociated because i don't remember getting from the restaurant to his apartment but i got there and his roommate was there which luckily she was female so i felt like safe Safer. enough to proceed sure but i was just very uncomfortable like ready for the night to be over right and he like cut me this slice of carrot cake and i was just like oh you know it had like raisins in it, it was oh the worst so kind great. And I was like, I really don't. I, was like, I do yeah. not like this cake. And I like took a little bit of like the frosting because I didn't want to be rude. And I remember he took the fork out of my hand and he was like, no, no, no. And like took a big bite and like fed me. That's so aggressively awful. <laughs> uh, like, mm, that's so good. Buddy. I love people to go. Mm. Yeah. As his cat's like walking across the counter and I'm like, <laughs> like walking on the cake thing. Like, oh my God. So I'm like, that's a nightmare. I'm like, I really need to get home. And he's like, thank you right, so I... much for the food that I hate <laughs> and for insulting me personally. I've got to go well, insulting my brain and my yeah. looks. Yeah. Uh, thank you so, so much. So he had like purposefully parked mm. um, away from his apartment because they only had like one paid for parking spot and he and his roommate would switch off. Um, And so we like, at this point it's raining like I said I'm wearing huge of heels course it and is. he's like I want to walk I want to um walk you through the park it's like it's raining it's raining bro <laughs> what is so wrong he's with you? Like, trying to like I don't know notebook me into this like rainy walk and oh, so I don't know what he was trying to pull it. but it was trying to like be romantic in the rain so it's like drizzling and my feet hurt so bad and he's like I don't know where I am it's a different part of the city so I don't oh. necessarily I feel like I don't remember where his car was so he's like walking me through this like little park and my feet are bleeding literally oh I had like bleeding feet and I'm telling him this and he's like getting frustrated at me and I'm like you're ruining the moment so he uh I, we walk back to his car and I'm like, I really need to get home. At this point, I text my roommates. Yeah, and, call. Or I, I had texted them, I think, like on the walk. And my roommate um, called and pretended that her boyfriend had broken up with her. And she was like wailing on the phone. Like she really- we love good like, friends. We love it. I, I owe her for this. Yeah. It was just one of those stereotypical, like your your girls come in, come in clutch for you. We so we it. like get to my apartment. She is like laying on the couch, playing it up. And my other roommate 
is over there like comforting her and they're like prepped to just deal with this and we lived on the top floor of a three-story house mm. and he like had walked me up oh what a gentleman what finally did you walk my door. bloody with your bloody stumps <laughs> you <laughs> my freaking like stumpy brontosaurus achilles just like peeling and bleeding he's just leaving a trail <laughs> of blood he's like oh my god thank you for like being my cane up the stairs yes well you know i'm drenched thank you and i'm so full i find out why he walked me up there shortly after because he comes into my apartment Mm. my roommate is like on the couch i don't she's giving an oscar yeah and i'm like oh gosh i I don't want to say her name but i was like i i really got to go like thank you so much for dinner or whatever and he goes can i see your bedroom oh no yeah it's very upfront, and i was like no it's really mess. like I have the smallest room in the apartment and also no it's really messy like and he was like well where are we gonna make out <gasps> dead serious <laughs> and right in front of my roommates and at this point my one roommate <laughs> literally like took his shoulders I was like no 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 <laughs> walked into the door and she was like thanks so much we have th- problems to do it and like slammed the door in his face oh we love a good friend that's so that's and again I'm like laughing so at this point like as he's getting ushered out of my apartment he had to have known that we were just like over it because I'm in the background and I'm like I've like lost it at this point yes like how can you not dude I'm like laughing killing me I've lost all like semblance of decency and I'm just like get out (laughs) I don't want you I don't have it in me to be nice to you anymore so that was literally other (laughs) We didn't like speak again after that, except mm. within a few hours, I got a text message. And if you listen to the other episode, this, this is on par, mm. uh, a message from him saying, you know, I re- this wasn't a love match. This really wasn't, I wasn't feeling a connection with you. And I, I don't think this is going to work out. You're like, you think? <laughs> yeah. Similar to the, like, prior to this conversation, this was already a deal breaker for me. Like, you know what? I'm choosing, I'm choosing to end this. This is me. This is yeah, me winning. This is my decision. <laughs> me. Because I laughed him out of my apartment. He must've been so embarrassed that he had to get in the last word and say like, you know what? This isn't working for me. Oh as if I hadn't God. made it obvious that it wasn't working for me. <laughs> You're like, okay, buddy, you, you go take your coupon book and you go get yourself some <laughs> chicky fingers <laughs> And you just, you just know you won this yeah. round, okay? I think the ice cream shop down the street has a buy one, get one. <laughs> Why don't you go drag a girl through the rain? No, don't, don't leave women alone. Just go by yourself. Go through <sighs> the rain. And then again, oh. as if the theme of these people showing back up in my life. Oh my God. It's also consistent. We were at a festival a few months ago in the summer and we went up to a cookie truck, like a mm-hmm. food truck for cookies. It was him. Delicious. He owned it. Oh. Yeah. I, I like looked up and I was like, ah. of course, he had no idea who I was. Narcissist. Yeah. No yeah. clue. Yeah. Just like, oh, thanks so much. I was You're like, like I'm you glad are you didn't in my me. nightmares, man. You this are. is a nightmare for me. Give me the cookie. I have to. <laughs> go. I will never forget your face. He's like, he's no idea. You're like, cool. Thanks. Oh, it gives me the willies. Are you the girl from Lost? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I had one time. That's unfortunate. But that's a, you're like really what <laughs> what does that mean I love when they say things you're just like huh yeah it was so like out of left field and so mean that again in my head I was like this can't he can't have actually meant that and I just like else. excused it yeah because it was so uh, like out there 
Uh, to, <laughs> to, to your point of like, we didn't have a love connection. There was one time I was like, this isn't a phase where it was still men time. It's back in the men time. Um, <laughs> man time. Back in the man, man time. era. The man era of my life. Um, <laughs> but I was not like, I, I don't I would go through phases where I would be like, have little stints of like, I'm not dating anyone. I don't want to date anyone. I'm not interested. I don't want that period. So like, it was something where like, I met up with a guy and it was kind of like a connections thing, but it was, we, it, we were in the same, trying to be in the same industry. So it was like kind of business, but it was kind of to see if we had chemistry, you know, like a little bit of both. It's like, if you met up with a, another student, you're like, we're, we're steady group. <laughs> You'd have wink, an excuse if it wink, didn't work yeah, out that yeah. you were just meeting up for business. Right. Business. <clears throat> so, and like it, like it was in production, you're constantly meeting with people just to see, just to network. So it's somebody I had met and like, we, we met and, um, it was so awkward and I can get along with anybody. Like I, I can find some, and I just felt myself like shrinking away. Cause he just was staring into my eyes, like longingly, like, like I know oh. in the podcast, you can't see me, but like the longing, like poet stare where you're, they're just like, Oh, I've got, I can tell your secret. You know, you're just, it's like awful. So he was just doing that. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to that. And there's a couple of times he like corrected me wrong. Like I said the name of someone and he corrected that. And I said, no. That is not the name. I was like, this oh. is this isn't. There's a couple of that, and like he spent a whole time showing me photos of his uh, film work, which, if you don't know, a photo really doesn't show me <laughs> film work. <laughs> but he like I mean, he went through his phone over and over, and I was like, oh. Nice. And like after the 30th, you're like, okay, I get, I understand. I'm, I'm with it. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. I, it's fine. And afterwards I was like, God, get me out of here. So I got away from it. And he sent me this long text message that was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like, I, after we met, I can just tell you're the type of person that like really loves with your whole heart and that you're all in when you're in with someone. And honestly, I feel like the next person that I feel like that with, I want to marry. And I feel like if we continue to pursue this, we're going to fall in love and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, how did you know? (laughs) You mean the opposite of everything I said to you? You read my Uh. mind. And I was just like, what are you talking about? And I sat back and go, I don't know where we got our wires crossed here. That is not at all <laughs> what I was looking for. I, like, I thought like we could be friends. Like, I don't, I don't know what got, I don't know what happened here that you thought that's because I, I was always explicit, like growing up, I always, because I was also quote unquote prude. Well, we know now why I just didn't like that, but <laughs> But I was very used to being like, this is what I don't want and I don't do and whatever. So I had been very explicit, like, I'm not looking for that. And so I was like, I think we got our wires crossed. I'm not at all interested in what you're talking about. Um, And he's like, oh, sorry. Well, it just seems to me that this is actually the type of person you are and not what you're saying. He knows more about you than you. Yeah. In in one meeting, he knows, he knows more about me than I knew about myself. Yeah. I was just like, I love that. I'm like. Okay. 
Well, I'll I, give a, I'll give nice guys one thing, the amount of confidence that they yes. have. Like, I can't tell you how many times I would like make my intentions explicitly clear with a yep. guy who I was interested in, but not yet interested in sleeping with. Yeah, there we go. Who yep. thought that they could just charm their way into my pants and who, when they couldn't, You're would a tantrum. lose their minds. <laughs> well, that's, so this, the, I'm glad you said that because it's something I wanted to point out, which is like, that's what makes the nice guy so dangerous is that like a bad guy is like, I want this and you say no. And it's like clearly bad. A nice guy, you say yes to something and then they keep pushing the boundary into more than you've said. And because you've given them permission for one part of it, they think they can have it all. And it's so much harder to like, because when I look back and again, I'm trauma light, this isn't anything terrible, but like I look back on dating dudes that were nice guys. And I'm like, which is almost all the guys I dated. Some of them are great. You know who you are. Um, actually, <laughs> you know what? If you're a nice guy, you think you're the one I'm talking about. <laughs> and you're not. And you're not. <laughs> but if you really are a nice guy, you would know. Um, there's a few that I still like. Um, anywho, but I like I I always feel like, oh, I didn't have too many bad experiences. And then I in my 30s look back, I'm like, oh nope, I definitely did. And like <laughs> I feel kind of like, repressed. Yeah, right. Repressed that memory. Oh, there it is. Um, but like how many times growing up though, did you say like like go to a certain point and you're like, no, I don't want to push further? And then they keep pushing. Like whether it's like a hand up a shirt, like when you're, you know, it's like and they do it over and over and over, and we get so used to it. You're like, oh, that's their it. trick though. Like that's where the nice guy part comes into play yeah. to like benefit them because you end up because they do come off as being like a trustworthy guy. Sure. And there were times when like you know, I would go back to somebody's apartment or something after drinking a lot because I oh, felt God. safe with them. I felt like, you, you think, know, yeah, or, you know, get a ride home from somebody yes. because I felt safe with them or because they were a, at least somewhat of a friend. And then they pushed that boundary and it's like, whoa, where I'm did not that here come to like, from? Yeah, yeah, I'm not here to jump your bones, dude. Like, I'm just trying, to, I feel safe with you. And it's like, they, that's where they manipulate the yes. niceness. I had a situation, um, basically where I ended up being unwell. Like I had like a medication mix with alcohol that I didn't know you couldn't drink on. And I was super dehydrated. So I was acting erratic. I blacked out. Like I have very little memory and I ended up like, thank God I Ubered at like two in the morning by myself and I did get home. Okay. But like I had a 40 minute in the Uber. I could have, something could have happened. I was in a bar completely blacked out drinking thinking I was with a nice guy that would have protected yeah. me. And he was mad at me because of the way I was acting and did not get me out of the situation. Yeah. Did not call, did not give me water, did not call. I should, I, sh- I needed like medical attention and like, yeah. he, he did nothing to help me. And it's like, that's a shit that's scary with like, I know this is like, we joke and we're laughing, but at the end of the day, like where they're the most dangerous is when you trust them to do the bare minimum, that is being a nice person. Yeah. Because like I have those, I have those people in my life that have done yes. things like that for me, like that have set that standard and set that bar. Yeah. And that's what women need to learn, I think, to recognize are those red flags where 
Yeah. You need to know when something happens, like there's no gray area. You can't trust this person. Yes. <laughs> like this person is not going to come through for you. If you're in an emergency, they're not going to be the one you can call. They're not going to be the one to take care of you. They're going to like the one guy you talked about, leave you at a party by yourself. Yeah. Or they're going to, you know, I don't know, just abandon you. <laughs> well, that, and it's like, I wouldn't have put myself in that situation. I wouldn't be like, I was alone with this dude with people I didn't know. And like, it's like scary when, when they do that, because you have to realize, like, you have to be so on your game with people. You have to be so aware to your point of those red flags, because when you miss them, you can get in a really bad situation really quickly. Yeah. Like the second, and they take advantage of that. It's like, they're waiting for you to be off your game. They're waiting for you to be a little too drunk. They're waiting for you to be a little too sad. They're just waiting for their moment. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. And they're doing the bare minimum of niceness to just like slip that foot in the door to like set that impression in your brain that like, and then the second that you leave that crack in the door, they're all their efforts go. Yeah. They're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. And I know like, this is a trauma light podcast, but I could talk about other stories that, yeah, that are far worse because of people like this. Yeah. I hope through this people feel the empowered and and emboldened to stand up for themselves more and like to not do what we did which we've discussed like we ignored red flags you and I have said this in every story there was something we just let go because we thought they can't mean that and I think not ignoring the red flag because if we had said what do you mean by that can you explain that to me what you just said it's like you they would have outed them so <laughs> they, they would have melted them, into yeah, the floor they would have been like what i mean by that is i don't think you're attractive you're like okay cool bye there it you is know? bye i own you yeah. you're like oh no okay um but yeah that's that's something i hope people take from this like don't ignore the red flag because yeah. we see what happens when we do yeah and, and if you did like us for years yeah. you're not alone and don't be mean to yourself about it right right exactly you were literally manipulated into... Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I tell... If someone's sole purpose is to lie and manipulate you to get what they want and they're willing to say and do whatever, how do you... What do you do about that? You know, it's like, you can look back and be like, okay, well, I would do this differently. But at the end of the day, you are not culpable for what they did. Okay. So. Agreed. So it is so important to be safe out there to all my uh, ladies, my gays, my theys, every single person. Uh, Watch for those red flags. Don't ignore them. Trust your intuition, no matter what a nice guy tells you. Kate? Maintain your standards. Speak up. Don't be afraid to say no. Hard no. A hard no. A a clear no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, but seriously have each other's back. We got to look out for each other because at the end of the day, we're the ones we can count on. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Kate, thank you so much for being here. And, uh, Kate, if you would F the nice guy.